What's up, Denver? Chris Lopez here. And I've got some exciting news to share with you. If you followed my previous podcast, my goals throughout the couple of years, you know a long-term goal of mine has been to expand into commercial real estate. Years ago, before I got started into real estate out here, I spent a few months as a junior broker at a commercial shop and learned lots, but also saw lots of opportunity for changing the status quo when it comes to how commercial real estate is done. So it's always been a long, overarching goal of mine. And this year was the year I wrote it down to make it happen. Now, I wrote it down, I had my plan, and it's happening just on a very different plan. So if you think of like a Google Maps or a GPS, you get to your destination, and I thought I was gonna go this route, but I'm going a different route, which actually turns out to be a much better route. So I'm excited to announce that Kaufman Hagen Commercial Real Estate is a brand new brokerage here in Denver that focuses on multifamily investments. I've got two great partners I'll introduce in one minute here. And how this all came about was as I started putting my thoughts and my intention out there to make it happen and get people on board and bring all the pieces together, I met other people that were already in the same transition uh, periods in their life. And if you know me, I love working with talented people in transition. So I was a talented person in transition, and so are the two partners on this podcast and at Kaufman Hagen Real Estate. So the first one I introduce is Teal Nip Hagen. Teal, glad to have you on the podcast. And Teal's background is she's been in real estate for about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Started off doing uh, lots of investment properties, wholesaling, and has mm-hmm. done all sorts of deals from land acquisition to building, to single family, to multifamily. Mm-hmm. She knows the game. If there's a problem, she'll find a solution. Our other partner and guest is Brandon Kaufman, the Kaufman and Kaufman Hagen Real Estate. Brandon's background is actually from sports. He played football in college, played a couple of years of professional football, and then transitioned into commercial real estate. And I mean, if you read Brandon's bio, he's just done a ton of deals, lots of deal volume. But what stood out to me for Brandon is he really cares. He's very empathetic to the buyers, the sellers, helping clients reach their goals. So I'm excited to have both you guys on the podcast and also be partners with you guys. Absolutely. So... Jumping into it, Brandon, I mean, get to the let's get to the point here. You have a very successful career. You've done lots of transactions. You got a great reputation around town. Why now and why are you wanting to start a commercial shop? I mean, there's a there's a lot of like personal reasons um, and they're not necessarily the most important. I mean, for me, just personally, it's a, a freedom thing, um, you know, doing what I see as best fit for, for clients, for relationships and just having that ability and not, you know, necessarily having to fit a certain mold of someone else's, um, not to say there aren't, you know, incredible models throughout town. Um, and some I've been a part of, but just essentially taking some really good things from every shop I've been at and just putting it all into, you know, a cumulative, um, push towards, you know, being a very client focused shop. Can you expand upon that a little bit? Like, on you know you said you you know you've got personal reasons and also business reasons like highlight a little bit more sure i mean so business reasons first you know just i think there's a lot of opportunity out there in terms of what i see from even the residential side you know the marketing the way they present properties i think is very much uh starting to creep in and sneak into commercial a little bit and so Commercial is starting to get, you know, a lot of more younger people are coming in, they're buying, they're understanding like the value of commercial real estate, the value of these investments um, and starting, it seems to be a lot younger. So, you know, 
creating systems and methods to appeal to them, um, you know, while also, you know, taking care and preserving wealth of and, and helping out with goals for people that do own current deals. All right. Teal, I'm going to ask you the same question. Mm -hmm. Why now? Why the desire to start a new shop? Yeah, I think just like Brandon, it starts personal, right? For all of us. Um, I just had my first child six months ago and, you know, I've been doing deals since 2010 um, in the investment world and, you know, just being a deal junkie that you're kind of tied to, uh, you know, high volume of transactions and really just you're only as good as your last month. If you're doing brokeraging like, like that and you want to kind of take two months off, well, those are two months you're not going to have income, you know? So really just like, uh, wanting to build something more sustainable for for myself. And then separate from that, like having been a part of a team, it's invigorating. There's energy that comes with being a part of a great team. The right team. The right team. And then I've also been a part of the wrong teams plenty of times, right? And it's toxic and it's a fraternity environment and it's, um, you know, it's demotivating. And so yeah, I've always, I've, been, I've had the urge for many years to get to be a part of that team. I've just not found the people until now. And so... And yeah, it's just like this perfect stars aligned. I think just like all of us coming together and meeting each other and saying like, wait, we all have the same goals here. We all want to create something different. Um, so let's do it, right? Let's bring our experience to the table and change the game a little bit. Yeah, it's it's been uh, really fascinating and also very organic. Yeah. And this is something that you know, we mm -hmm. were talking about the other day, Brandon. You, you had a great analogy for, you know, like a, a team analogy, a coach analogy. And you've you got the most experienced commercial estate out of three of us. So like... Mm -hmm. Give the analogy you shared the other day about why this is different in the niche we are carving out. You know, we're we're essentially building it for others. You know, we mm. are, you know, we're building it for the brokers. We're building it for the clients. We're building it to create a system where we're the GM of a team and, you know, we're the ones serving, serving others. Um, you know, we're not, we're not here for us in the sense, you know, we're not money motivated. We're more, you know, accomplishments and having good people around us motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, just giving players the tools, helping coach, you know, just surrounding them with diversity in terms of a knowledge base, um, and just doing only what you want to do in a way. No. Yeah. We've said a couple of times championships over MVPs. Mm -hmm. That's I love that. Say that again. Yeah. Championships over MVPs. Yeah. It's team <laughs> over all star players. Yeah. Because the teams win, teams create dynasties. Mm -hmm. And that's very much what we're focused on to, you know, help our brokers out, help our, our staff out, but also that ultimately triggers down to helping the clients out because you don't have the yeah. right team members, you can't help out your clients. So having the all star team together that works together, mm -hmm. um, they're gonna help out the most clients. Mm-hmm. So Teal, I mean, you are the employing broker of Kaufman Hagen. Um, talk to us about kind of the change that you want to see in commercials, because you and I have talked about this as well. Like you've got some, I think a chip on the shoulder might be a good word to yeah, use for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. And my background is residential and I, I eased into commercial through my clients growing. So the, the clients that I was working with, you know, instead of flips, they're wanting bigger deals. And so I'm sourcing these larger deals for them. Um, yeah, but absolutely. I would say I, th there's the fact of the matter is that it's a male driven industry. And so it's, you know, there's, um, I think for, as a female broker, I think some things have been easier for me. Like people are very receptive to hearing from females and it's just like, 
but there's a high barrier to entry. It almost seems like, and I don't know if it's a perception of one or an actual one that it's, we just don't see a lot of females in commercial real estate. And we, I want to create a platform where that I would love to be known as a brokerage that has the female brokers, you know? I mean, I think we all think we'll be very successful if we can do that. Um, And I think too, like just that fraternity, you know, toxic mentality that I'm referring to, we want to kind of remake that. And so one of the ways that I feel like we're remaking that is like seeing, uh, we have two customers as our, as a business, we've got two different customers and our, to me as the employing broker, our number one customer is our brokers. And it's, you know, I think from, from Brandon's perspective, maybe it's also, you know, clients are a lot your focus because you're in the game. But if we can service brokers and they feel like we're servicing them, I mean, I'd be curious to know how many brokers, commercial brokers feel like they're being serviced by their brokerage of support and staff and, you know, mentorship is a big piece of what we're trying to weave yeah, in. Personal growth, long-term wealth right, building. Right. Like, um, you know, just take, throw out all the old school crap and let's build something that um, people want to be a part of. And it's not like this fear-based well, I'm here because of my split or I'm here because of, you know, I'm scared to leave because I'll have to leave all these deals behind that I've been working on. And they're not, you know, they're not my deals or the brokerage's deals. And just this mentality of like being stuck somewhere because you're, I think you could probably speak to that a lot. Like you, Mm -hmm. a lot of brokers feel stuck. And it's like, if you're not asking yourself as a broker, you know, am I getting the most value at this brokerage? Um, you know, it's a question to pose to yourself. And I think as a brokerage, we're trying to create something that it's like, there's no question that you're getting the most value. You've got, you know, this incredible office space and this leadership that we're available all the time. And, you know, just all of the things that we're weaving into our values as the brokerage. Yeah. You know, one of the interesting things to me is we, you know, started getting together and, you know, having coffee, having meetings, having some drinks in there and kind of getting, you know, defining the culture, our backgrounds was that, a lot of us gravitated towards like the what we are not. Yeah. You started talking about that teal and Brandon, I mean, you've had some some of the best mentors around town. You've had some great shops around town. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been around tremendous people. What were some of the things that you're like, hey, I don't like this about this, but here's what we're gonna focus on at at Kaufman Hagen. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'm just not, you know, an institutional person, an institutional shop type of guy. And like I, you know, none of us are. What does that mean when you say you know, institutional it's, shop? It's very much just like uh, formulated process. You have to go, you know, checklist, checklist, um, mandatory, you know, situations, meetings, retreats, you know, those are important. Those are money-making activities, but at the end of the day, each broker is running their business. You know, each broker usually has like an S corp. They are their own entity. They are their own business within a business. And so, um, you know, just, just continuing from the top, having gratitude and, you know, making it a good situation for a broker to, you know, just really thrive and, and be happy in it. And rather the broker not being a company man, rather the broker being, you know, self-fulfilling and, and accomplishing what they want to in this business. Yeah. And that's something like kind of just, you know, looking outside into you, that was something I felt like, you know, you were, you were wanting to grow just in your, in your, your brokerage business and your personal investments and other areas of life. And a lot of times you didn't have support around growing, which mm-hmm. always boggles my mind. It's like, Hey, if you want to grow, I'd rather continue to work with you versus splitting off. Cause mm-hmm. there's so much synergy and, you know, just that, uh, knowledge and culture between ourselves. So that's one thing we're focused on is just helping actually people grow. Yeah. 
which ultimately always translates back to the client, you know, the investor, the owner, or the, you know, the person buying their first investment property into, into multifamily. It always translates back. If you support your brokers, if you give them the infrastructure and mm-hmm. the the support they need, they go out there and do a great job, which translates back into clients, which is ultimately like our real end customer, which is where we have to provide value to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on the like, what we are not, I mean, Teal, I know you have pretty strong opinions on here, just like I do. <laughs> what we're not. Yeah. yeah. So so let's start yeah. there because I always think yeah. that is, I found that very interesting that as we were talking, we were like, oh, what are we? But we said, what are we not? Man, that came off very, very right. quickly. Yeah. When we were trying to pull our values together, we were like, okay, what are our values? And yeah. it's like, well, what do we not want to be? That was easy for us. Um, you know, yeah, write all those off. Yeah. <laughs> we're not egos in suits. We're not uh, entitled to brokers deals, you know, expecting we're not ungrateful and appreciative. We expect you to do this many deals. You know, we're here to facilitate deals for the brokers. So that's a big term. We're not micromanagers. We're not, here's your checklist. Come to the meeting. We want your checklist submitted. You know, it's completely different mentality there. How can we facilitate if you haven't been making calls, you know, like, how can we help? What's been, what are your obstacles? Like this is, this is the focus of these meetings with the brokers and such. So um, we're not volatile. I think we've all worked with volatile people yes. that like, you know, it, you're scared almost. There's not an open door policy and you're kind of scared to how you're going to approach people. I think we're just reiterating to our brokers, like the door is open. Tell us what you need, um, which is different than a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, we're not douchebags, <laughs> which I think. In, that's the tagline, that's right? That's the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> because it's we're that is if you kind of a. Uh, think up who's in commercial real estate. I think a larger percentage of a large percentage of that's like, okay, well, you know, like there's this, um, yeah, just mentality of that you, uh, kind of are, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Like supposed to have been there. You were, what's your phrase? You were, uh, born on third base, but think you hit a triple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, say that again. I haven't heard this one. That you're born on third base. This is his Yeah. born on third base, but think you hit a triple. Like, the entitled kind of mentality of like unpack yeah. that Brandon. I, I love the sports analogy by the way, but unpack that. I want to make sure I understand it correctly. I mean, I think you just summed it up. Just entitled, you know, thinking that we did everything. Like thinking, you know, it wasn't built off of great admin, great brokers. Mm-hmm. You know, just thinking it was us. And, and I think it's really easy to to start off that way. You know, when you when you need people and when you do need other people like working and, and providing and helping out for you, but once you reach a certain point, I think it's really easy to get away from that and then start thinking, you know, it was my systems that did this. Like these brokers couldn't have done this without me. And I mean, and in Denver specifically, it's so relationship-based and, you know, that's how deals get done. Like everyone works with people they like. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what's on the front door, you know? Um, It's definitely, it's a little bit of a flip. It's definitely about like the name on the back and people want to work with people they they like. And, mm-hmm. you know, brokers move around so much too that, you know, truthfully, like a lot of people in the market don't necessarily even know where certain brokers are working. So mm-hmm. us just never getting too big, you know, for and understanding, you know, what we, why we started it and uh, not straying from it. So what about... Um... Like, I know one of the, the values we were down was being innovative, which is something mm-hmm. that definitely resonated mm-hmm. with me since, you know, I, you know, I've never done one commercial deal, me as a broker. You know, I spent three months as a junior broker, cold calling, did all the systems, but that was not a good cultural fit for me to summon up 
shortly and politely. <clears throat> but I was like, wow, there's a lot of space on here to do things differently, both on like, you know, the, the client side, the broker side, all mm-hmm. of this. And I'm curious, man, for some of that's done, you know, way more deals, way more volume and just has a great reputation around town. Where do you see the space in being a little more innovative um, in the commercial space for, you know, both brokers and clients since they're so intertwined in there? That's a good question. I mean, I think a lot of it is in like in marketing at the end of the day, like brokers are, are marketers, like they mm-hmm. market your property and they do their best to, you know, pitch it as if it was their own. And, you know, us as a shop, we want to like, you know, we want to put out beauty. We want to put out really good product. It's not like our names on it, but also, you know, the client's address is on it. Their property is on it. So we want to push that out in the absolute best light. Um, spend really good time with it. Like, you know, really get integrated with the property, with the opportunity. And I think, you know, just by treating it as if it was your own, that's, that's really the only difference because, you know, at a lot of shops, it is like, how can we collect the most fees by doing the, you know, most streamlined basic thing, like the most Mm. systematic thing and push out the exact same product. If you looked at a lot of brokerages, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of time to make an individual product. And so a lot of their marketing materials look the exact same. You open the same email every single day. If you're, you know, in the market, you open the mm-hmm. same like closing email, you open the same OM and they all look the same, but there's a story to be told with each property. And so mm-hmm. we've created a system to where it can be more like individualized and personalized and, and we still can, you know, handle the deal volume as if we were just, you know, pushing out the same exact product. So, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I, I think that's a, you know, a great balance because you, you do need systems and processes and templates in place just to kind of keep things running and efficient, mm-hmm. but you don't want that to be all templated like you were talking about, Brandon. Right. And I, I think we're striking a great balance of having the processes and templates in place, but also allowing to have that, you know, the individual broker and tell the individual story of each yeah. property, which kind of get the, the, the high tech or high system along with the high touch which is really, you know, what we have to focus on because, you know, real estate, especially commercial real estate, it's not going to be automated anytime soon. Right. Um, and that high touch experience you talked about is is a huge value there. And this is something I feel very like, you know, we've had lots of great conversations about this because this is a, a chip I have on my shoulder when I was, uh, you know, making my cold calls. I was like, oh, well, you know, we can do marketing. We can do this. We can do this. And mm-hmm. I was scolded and micromanaged yeah. not to do it. I was like, oh, okay, well, if you guys are stuck in this old train of thought, like, I'm sorry, the internet is the here. World is moving. More ways are to do things, to run yeah. more about it. Clients is here. Like, I'm going to be on the yeah. front of the trend, not the back of the trend. Sure. So, Teal, you've made the, the transition from, you know, starting out in wholesaling and residential to doing multifamily and commercial. Mm-hmm. Where do you see the, the space and innovation for what we're carving out here. Mm, well, yeah, I think this is really a question for you because you're bringing in so much of the technology and the ideas and the business development of the backend infrastructure to what we're building. So, you know, a solid CRM. I think every broker has worked for the CRM and they also hate that CRM. So <laughs> yes. the, I don't know a single yeah, broker that's different. like, I've found the one, you know, but it's essential for your business because you're constantly getting leads. And if you get a lead today, it very likely won't manifest for two years, but you need a system of organization to make that culminate and manifest later. And, you know, you're just, uh, it was a put tennis balls in a pipeline and you don't know when they're going to pop out the other end, but you need that CRM system to have a, the, your leads pop out when you need, you know, to facilitate. So 
our CRM, I think is a way, a, a great way that we're innovating on the broker's behalf. Like I said, there's two clients. So like it, he's very client faced, client focused, and I'm very broker focused of like, how yeah. do we make this easier for people and that they're user-friendly and, and again, like a beautiful product. And so you know much more about this than I do. And I, yeah, I'm glad you brought the CRM and I'll try not to talk for an hour about it, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, from, I, I've built, um, you know, my previous life, previous career, three versions of, of CRMs, in-house programming staff, huge sales force, huge volume, totally different marketplace in real estate. But I mean, we're working on, you know, we're building a custom CRM mm -hmm. because we know it just has to work. It has to allow, you know, brokers to go out there and efficiently and effectively communicate and stay in touch. So we are doing things all built around the process and custom building it. We'll also bring in more, you know, innovative ways of doing marketing, such as, you know, podcasts and publishing mm -hmm. more content add value mm -hmm. because, you know, brokers, they are focused on building relationships, which is always number one key. Like you have to build a relationship. That's the key. That's not changing anytime soon in, in, in residential or commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. But with all the marketing, all the technology, there's so much we can do to enhance that conversation, enhance the relationship, and most importantly, enhance bringing value to the client. And so it's a combination of like doing custom-built CRM that actually works for our brokers, our sales force. It works with a back-end marketing system. It works when the, we produce an offering memorandum. It works when we go under contract. Mm -hmm. All just mm -hmm. works it's together. It's tied to the whole process. Yeah. So that's what I'm very excited about, yeah. and what I like to spend a lot of time on because mm -hmm. you kind of do the big picture um, it's hard to put a timeline to it or track, but it all just like it helps facilitate and build the right infrastructure in place, which is something I'm I'm very excited about into, uh, you know, bringing the commercial real estate space. Now, I want to go back to, you know, our very a big focus is on the like the team mentality and mm -hmm. servant leadership. Um, and, you know, Brandon, a while ago, we were talking about, you know, what I think makes this so unique with just, you know, what, you know us as principals bringing the table is like, you know, you're a top-notch broker. Teal's a top-notch employing broker. Yeah. I'm a top-notch tech and marketing person. It's very different than, hey, it's three commercial brokers yeah. leaving out. Like you've been in transitions, you've been in startups, like talk about how that impacts the culture and how it impacts the end result as well. Um, no, exactly. And that, uh, that's a big part of why I wanted to do this is just because I didn't want to like a law firm, like a lawyer meets up with a lawyer and then they go run a law firm, like mm -hmm. a commercial broker meets up with a commercial broker. And then that commercial broker is doing accounting like that commercial broker is like an elite salesman, like a sniper in the commercial real estate, getting deals done and it's pulling away from them. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're getting pulled away from their brokers. They're not available because they're having to, you know, do X, Y, and Z to keep the shop afloat and uh and marketing and and just whatever else comes with you know running a business and so just like yeah i mean strategic partners you guys have been incredible it's just been you know when when i approached this it was just like i had this whole list of like here's what i think everything we need to do and just seeing those tasks just like wipe off you know mm -hmm. and you guys were the ones and doing it and building these with me and so um that's made my ability to or made me able to just go focus on brokers, spend a lot of time with like our current brokers, like marinate with them on the, on the deals they currently have. And a lot of them are already kind of coming together from it. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. all, it's all starting to gel, mm -hmm. which is, you know, it, it's very hard to track on, on an Excel spreadsheet, but you know, all the ingredients are in there and it's, it's gelling, mm -hmm. which will lead to pretty cool stuff. And you know, next six months, next yeah. year or two. Yeah. What about servant leadership deal? Cause mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're basically running the shop. 
you know, you're the employing broker, you're making sure everything goes out there and you're always very focused on being, you know, behind the scenes leader from my perspective, making sure everyone is prepared and go out there and execute. Mm -hmm. So how is this different from some of the... Mm -hmm the bad cultures you've been a part mm -hmm, of in the past. Mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's simple. It's like the standard org chart is the top down. We've got owners and then you've got, you know, bop, 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 we've got your pyramid. And then at the bottom is this admin staff that really does the bulk of the work and really knows what's going on. And really, we just like, let's just mix this whole thing up. Like this is wrong. Um, and so I think it's just like, as leaders of what we're trying to start, we're like, we're the foundation for growth for the brokers who are up here on top. It's their business. They're supporting it. They're supporting our business. And so, you know, just flipping the mentality to how can we serve you? Not what deals do you have? And you don't, you haven't made enough calls, but like what's going on? How can we facilitate yeah. what you're doing? Yeah. Um, and then really like, also we have this incredible admin staff that just, again, stars aligned. I think just when you have energy going on like this, like the right people show up. And it's, uh, yeah, to me, they're, they're the, they're the business. They're the, you know, they're the marketing. We have a full marketing like group that is working towards like getting, pushing deals out there. Like what new brokerage puts money towards marketing? Um, or oh, the afterthought. To, yeah. Right. You cut, like you say, you cut that first and you know, you don't emphasize here, but really it's real estate. Like we're, we are working on behalf. We are marketers. Yeah. Um, so putting emphasis there and like really like guiding this, like, okay, what do you guys need? How can we facilitate and guide what you need instead of like, you know, what are our numbers and how are you going to help us achieve them? I mean, that's, it's just so backwards. So we're, tr we're trying to flip it. Right. And that's, I think we're doing a good job at that so far. Yeah, I think we are too. And something as we kind of start wrapping up here, like something that's really stuck out to me as we've been working together and really defining the culture is it's been like the passion everyone brings, mm. whether it's us, our brokers, our admin behind that, everyone is truly passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, oh, what are we doing today? It's what are we doing to build out a year from now, three years, 10 years? It's mm -hmm. very much a long-term timeframe, which I love because just like investing in real estate, you don't get rich on day one. Tomorrow. You don't get rich on day two, <laughs> yeah. you get rich over years and years mm -hmm. and years. And that's a big mentality what we're doing here. It's combining that long-term view with just the passion people have, because I mean, pretty much everyone in our organization is a talented person in transition mm -hmm. that wants to build wealth, wants to you know continue to build in commercial real estate. And it's just amazing culture that is gelling together here. Mm -hmm. All right, so as we wrap this up, we've got you know lots of stuff we'll continue to talk about here and just providing value to the marketplace because in the long run, value wins. How can we provide a great relationship and provide value to our clients, provide uh, value to our brokers as well. So we'll be talking about lots more stuff in future podcasts and marketing and media. Mm -hmm. And also my favorite thing is we're gonna be an open book on how we're building the shop, mm -hmm. on what we're doing. It's the phrase I love, document, don't create when it comes to content. We're gonna be very much documenting what we're doing. You know, we're recording this podcast in early November, should hit right before Thanksgiving if everything goes right. But, you know, we're putting a lot of resources into starting the brokerage. We are closing in a week or I guess two weeks on a, on a brand new office building downtown. Yeah, we're going to document that story, mm -hmm. the numbers, and just really do a great job of documenting the growth on there. So if people out there have questions or they want to look at their portfolio or get into in, uh, multifamily investing or want to figure out, hey, I've got these, got these properties here. What should I do with them? please reach out. We love looking at deals. We love looking at portfolios and saying, hey, great. Hey, your rents are below. Man, your property manager stinks. Hey, you could do this. You could do this. It's not about the transaction. 
It's about providing value. Whether that is, hey, you should sell and trade up, or you know what? You got a great asset. That's a legacy asset. I would do these few things, talk to these people over here. We want to help you because that leads to results. Mm-hmm. And also from like a brokerage standpoint, I mean, Brandon, you you come of you come from a sports background. You are great at developing people, great at like leading a team. Like, you know, we are looking at a few more great brokers on our team. Like, talk about the culture from that standpoint and yeah. you know who you want. Mm-hmm. Um you know, yeah, we are. Um, we'd like to add two, three, four of the right people. That's definitely the more important thing. Yeah, quality. Yeah, I mean, there's there's thousands of properties in Denver. So even a team of 10 can't, you know, go touch every single one of them, you know, in Denver, all the way up up to Greeley, down to Colorado Springs. So, you know, there's 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 always going to be opportunity. And the, if, if you just put numbers at desk, then you're going to you're going to be okay. Just, you know, you're going to touch everybody. But what we want to build is something that is long lasting. And obviously, you know, family gets thrown around a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but more so just people that are comfortable, people are comfortable with sharing with each other. People are that, you know, can build their own working relationships within each other and just work off of each other because collaborations, the most important thing I think for this shop and really any commercial real estate. Talk about collaboration for a second. Cause I mean, that's, from my experience in my getting a couple months in commercial brokerage, there wasn't a whole lot of collaborating. Mm-hmm. I, every everybody in mm-hmm. town, every shop in town will advertise that they're collaborative mm-hmm. internally, and, and some are. And but you know, there there does get to a point where you do hold things, and mm-hmm. you know it, it's natural. But if you are true to like and, and committed to you know being open with your deals, being open with your relationships, being like you know securing your relationships with with your clients to where and with what you're working on to where you can put it on the table with, you know, eight other people. And over time, you know, maybe you split a deal here and there, but over time, you know, you get more deals done that way. You get, you build a presence better deals, we get deals, you know, success, we get success and you just build mm-hmm. on it. And if you can build with the right people and build with, you know, young people that are hungry and energetic, then you, you know, you have a really successful long-term formula. And I mean, what came to my uh, pop my mind as you're talking about that is just it's abundance over scarcity, mm-hmm. and like you have that abundance mindset, mm-hmm. it just it wins in the long run. And that's the thing I'm excited about. So you know, investors out there, whether you own apartment buildings or want to get into it, reach out. We love developing relations. We love adding value. Brokers out there, reach out. I mean, we always talking you know confidence to you, give you a reality check. We're very much straight shooters. And it's very much about how can you get the right people on the bus for a culture standpoint, which ultimately leads to providing the most value to the end client, the apartment owner, and that's what you want to serve. So if you guys have questions and reach out, all of our contact details in the show notes, or if you get confused, email me. I'll connect you with whoever it needs to be, and we'll get the job done. Teal, Brandon, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you.